Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and I'm joined today by uh, two fellows in a wonderful uh, band. They're Slacker Rockers. Uh, they play in uh, North Warren. Uh, they just released a new EP uh, called Glue in August. It's terrific. One of my favorites of last year. But they're working on a lot of new music. They're playing a lot of shows, and I'm excited to talk to them about... Uh, uh, their music and uh, how they're making sense of all this, you know. Uh, so, if you care to introduce yourselves and what you play, uh, I'm Will. I'm the bassist of the band. I'm Luke. I play guitar and sing. You're the you're the chief. Yeah. yeah. He's that one guy. He, the, yeah. Uh, if you ever were ever looking for the guy, that's the guy. Yeah. Uh, He's the guy you complain to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Will and Luke, welcome to the show. How are you guys doing today? Great. Great. Just had some food, some really spicy wings. Oh, you can feel it. Nice. Yeah. Where were they from? Uh, they were leftovers from Buffalo Wild Wings. Hmm. So. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, B dubs. Good B-dubs. old dude. We used to go like to B dubs like after every youth group meeting in high school. I always got the 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 twelve half. Uh, Parmesan garlic half honey barbecue. I don't really like their spicy wings that much. Sure, sure. I can do Asian zing. Yeah, Asian zing is the most I would go. Yeah, yeah. I usually get Asian zing and like garlic parmesan. I got twice. I didn't get it. These are basically dumpster wings that I ate and Uh, heated in my girlfriend's microwave. But it was twice hot, and it it really sent me. Woke me up. Oh, that's good. How are how are they sitting now? Oh, like a rock. (laughs) Feel a rock in my stomach. Damn, dude. You know what? You know what place has some pretty underrated wings is uh, Pizza Shuttle. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Do. I don't really care for their pizza that much, but I do fuck with their chicken. Yeah. Pizza? Do I do I badmouth Pizza Shuttle? Ever, <laughs> never get a, a hey, sponsorship. You know what? They are employee owned now, so good for them. You know, the, uh, Med Chicken's good too, though. Oh yeah, place. I had that once. It, it was good. It's very filling, from what I remember. Yeah, Luke, how was your day today? It's good, man. I worked all day and now I'm here. Just yeah, right on. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I've been dehydrated for like a week. Mm. So I'm very grateful for this water. Yeah, Thank drink you. up, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been too. I've been, <laughs> I got shit faced two nights in a row. Uh, all that ice house. Dude, yeah, all the fucking ice. Actually, the <laughs> night before, uh, my friend and I uh, uh, had a pub pass. It's like 25 beers for $25. It's a pretty good deal. That is a good deal. So good. So, uh, yeah, you just like can go to um, uh, like any place on the list and get a free beer. So we hit up Mobcraft and the Explorium, rounded out at Art Bar. Uh, some shots were bought for us. Uh so uh the whole shebang yeah man so i i yeah i i can't do that shit like i used to though like i've i've been kind of i've been a haze all day today yeah uh, what we talk about a mr nice guy we talk love and fear passion and creativity and so uh north warren i believe first came onto our radar right around the time actually when COVID hit because you released your debut album around that time mm. and we covered it, but I didn't like, I hadn't like actually gotten to like t- 
talk to you or really see you, Luke, at the time. Yeah. Not until you hit me up for uh, some PR <laughs> <laughs> in like August. Yeah. Uh, you placed an order and I heard that shit and I'm like, dude, I feel like this is like just what I needed to hear uh, yeah. right now because I was, I was in a really weird, uh, dreary difficult place in my life last summer and uh i felt like that ep just kind of like capped it it helped uh it captivated a lot of feelings i was dealing with you thanks, know man. yeah thanks for hiring me for that shit thank you for doing it I, like we're still learning how to promote ourselves you know like we don't know what we're doing you know we yeah. were just trying to play as many shows as possible and be active on social media because everyone uses that and mm-hmm. like we're just figuring it out. Yeah. Know? There's no like how to book on how to get your yeah. music out there. So we're grateful for people like you, like even just this podcast. You know, oh, it's, yeah, man. it's so sure. cool to have like Milwaukee has surprised me with like how supportive of a scene it is. And like, it feels very tight knit, even though there's like a decent amount of bands, you know, for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I like to tell everybody like, Hey, you give me an Allen stuff to do. <laughs> if it weren't for all the bands and all the music, like we would uh, be lost souls, you know, going out to shows every week or, or the nights where you have to pick which one you're going to go to. Cause it's yeah. like a bunch of shit going on on like a Friday. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like I missed having that problem. Yeah. You know? Totally. Yeah. It's so cool too. Cause like sometimes like we'll even have a show and then there'll be like some of our favorite bands playing the same night and it's like damn we got to play a show i want to go see them and yeah like and and like despite covid and um you know like all the shit going on in the world it's been cool to see like how many people that are still willing to like look at a local flyer and mm-hmm. say i'm going to dedicate my night to going to seeing that yeah rather than just like sitting inside or doing something else you know it's, yeah it's cool to see people devote their time to like local art dude yeah yeah like people aren't taking it for granted anymore you know like you know and it's it's just felt so invigorating to just share space with everybody in such a familiar environment totally. and yeah and yeah so there's there's a lot of that going on uh and we don't have time to get into all of it, but uh, <laughs> but we do have time to talk a little bit about North Warren and uh, what's what's going on. So first and foremost, uh, let's take it back and hear a bit about you guys. So, Will, uh, I'm going to turn it over to you here. Uh, tell me where you're from. Okay. <clears throat> I'm from Waukesha, Wisconsin, which is a suburb sure. of Milwaukee. Uh, born and raised. Uh, yeah, I'm from there, and I lived in Waukesha my entire life until I went to school in Platteville and then uh, I went to school for engineering and realized I couldn't do math so I spent most of my time having fun in Platteville and working at the radio station there uh, the community radio station and met a lot of people listened to a lot of music and uh, yeah eventually I decided to drop out after uh, having too much fun yeah and that happens uh, I came to Milwaukee uh, hoping to go back to school, but never did. And uh, instead, I joined a band. <laughs> That's the natural thing to do. It's natural, uh, right, progression, natural right. progression. Yeah. And I've never actually been in a band before. Uh, I've never 
played an instrument other than trumpet in middle school, which <laughs> I didn't even learn how to play. I just uh, wrote my plunger configurations down on the sheet music, <laughs> and then whenever I had to go to practice with uh, Mrs. Van Treek, uh, I said my trumpet was in the shop because I'd always forget it. So uh, <laughs> it was in the it really shop. Puts, I really add a lot to the slacker rock uh, <laughs> yeah. genre here. Yeah, good fit. But uh, yeah, uh, Luke, let me join the band. Uh, I was unemployed at the time, and I uh, just sat in my room and learned Northern Horn songs, and here I am. Dude, man, that's one hell of a success story. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From, from uh, Regs and Riches, absolutely. Yeah, dude. Um, Luke, where are you from? I was born here in Milwaukee on the north side, and I moved to Germantown when I was real young. Went to school up in Germantown, which is just like a suburb outside mm-hmm. Milwaukee. And then when I turned 18, I basically moved right back to Milwaukee. I've kind of been all over the place. Yeah. I was in West Bend or West Dallas for a while, East Side, now I'm in Bayview. Oh, you're a drifter. Yeah, I've kind of been all over the city. Yeah. So. But it's nice. I love it. Bayview is really nice. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think I'll be moving back to the East Side probably pretty soon here though um but yeah that's right on. that's where i'm from dope when did you like kind of start playing music how did it all start for you um i've been pretty much obsessed with music since like fifth grade mm-hmm. i would go um and actually ride my skateboard back to my elementary school after hours with my ipod nano that i could load nice. up all my classic rock and all the stuff my dad showed me sure and uh i would just listen with headphones and skate around school after hours and then like skate home and stuff and like i remember just being like really like just in awe with a lot of music and like it like made me feel different which Mm -hmm. was crazy just like especially as a young kid it's like it almost felt like a drug or something yeah and um yeah soon after that i got my first guitar and I, i pretty much learned how how to play guitar all on youtube mm-hmm. just like learning basic chords and yeah. mostly like nirvana songs like those are the easiest ones to play sure. and i loved them as like uh, like a 13 14 year old and mm-hmm. so i learned all those and that eventually um combined with like just writing poetry on the free my free time like that kind of morphed itself into writing my own songs and stuff and um i always wanted to like learn how to uh, record and like mix myself because I sort of consider that like a part of the process, like a part of writing the song. So after high school, like I wasn't planning on going to college cause like we didn't have a lot of money and I didn't want to like bury myself in debt. Yeah. Um, but I decided to go to like a technical college. So I learned audio production cause it was something I actually wanted to learn. Um, and I thought it'd be just useful for my own interests and stuff. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not, I mean, I'm still in debt, but it's like significantly less than I would have been. Um, so I've, I've just like naturally gravitated towards music ever since I learned that I loved music, you know, like I never really considered anything else an option. I was like a painter. I still am a painter, but that's. Like music has always been like my favorite form of art and <clears throat> I find the most freedom and yeah. relief out of it. Hell yeah, dude. Right on. Uh yeah. 
I was really into Nirvana at 13 also. <laughs> yeah, man, all that angst, hormonal <laughs> angst. You were Dude. 14 and it was deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Still great. Still love Nirvana. And just like feeling, watching the heart-shaped box music video, <laughs> feeling so misunderstood. Yeah. <laughs> only my only my cat gets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell me about how uh, North Warren kind of like can kind of how you conceptualize the project how did it start um well it really started my original plan for north warren was sort of to um accumulate all the songs i've i written i wrote um from the time i was like 15 Mm -hmm. to the current time i released it which was like 19 or 20 so that was like eight or ten songs and uh, i just wanted to like record them myself and put them out there and i had these musician friends so like they could play the drum parts and kind of put together the arrangements with me it was never really my intent to like have a solid unit and like play shows all the time just because i didn't know a lot of people like drummers are so hard to come by and like all the drummers i knew were already in different bands and yeah um so originally i was just gonna put out some songs as like give myself an alias band name and just like throw it out there um and whatever just for my own personal uh desire you know it was cathartic and fun and i really enjoyed it and i kind of just kept doing it because after we released the album i wanted to play like a show and mm-hmm. naturally and uh it did that and i just had so much fun with it and so like I kept like booking shows, but like I didn't have a band at the time. It was always mm-hmm. like, "Hey, are you guys free this time, this day? And can you have like one practice before we do the show?" And like, if I was yeah. lucky, like everyone that was able would. But now, um, as time has gone on, I found a permanent drummer and bass player and guitarist, oh. and I've just been like insanely lucky with all that because. I didn't really ever anticipate that. It was kind of just my plan to record my songs by mm-hmm. myself and put it all together myself. But yeah. uh, somehow I have a band now, and, <laughs> and that's sick. You sure um, do. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, um, that's about it. I still write pr- pretty much all the songs. This last album we've been working on, I, like, really wanted to s- sit down and collaborate more. And then... We'd only practice like once a week and then a few months went by and it was like, oh, I wrote the album again. <laughs> it's like shit. Oh, rats. But I did it again, guys. Yeah. But it's been cool because like I'll present a rough draft or a demo and then like Bailey will write drum parts and, and like we'll all come with different lead lines and bass lines and ideas. So I guess it still is collaborative. But yeah. Yeah. The core of the song is still just my personal thoughts and feelings a lot yeah. of the time yeah it's still a, a stroll into your world if you bit. will yeah. yeah um and it, the band is named after the street you were living on right it is yep i lived right off of brady street on the east side when i put together the album and oh man yeah it's so hard to think of cool band names that aren't taken <laughs> like I went through the process, man. I was going through name generators and yeah. asking people for ideas and nothing like stuck. And I was like, fuck it. Like North Warren is ambiguous enough and it's not taken. So I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Um, actually, I think uh, I have your 
You gave me a CD, I think, of the the debut album. Mm. Uh, I think it's up there. So, oh, what? It appe- look at what we have here. Uh, it appears we have uh, the the titular uh, album. Is that your house too? That is the house. Yeah. Damn. It's very uh, '90s emo of yeah. me to do. Just take a picture of my house. Yeah. I'm not gonna believe what happened <laughs> in this house, <laughs> dude. Yeah, <laughs> that, that it's funny when I like released the album and I like paid for Facebook promotion to like get oh, people yeah. to listen to it. That's what I and first did too. Some like random dude, he, like <laughs> random middle aged guy, commented. He's like, "That looks a lot like the Harvey Danger, Where Have All the Merry Makers Gone album?" Because like, <laughs> if you look that cover up, it's like very similar. And I was like, "Oh shit, I love that album too." Yeah, right on. What is the craziest thing that happened in this house, Luke? Man, there's actually a few stories. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, man. You live right up there. Just like the boy in the alley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was this one time we were all drinking outside on the stoop, and um, my 60-year-old neighbor, Oh yeah. Uh, he, he came over, and he was like, I was here, you guys, playing music. Do you want to play some music? And this is like 3 in the morning. <laughs> oh, wow. And... Uh, we were like, fuck yeah, we want to play some music. So we went upstairs and uh, we started jamming with this dude. And uh, it's another time this cat just ran in my house and like wouldn't leave. Oh, man. Like I was getting home and I opened Damn. the door and he just bolted inside <laughs> and I was trying to get it out. And I'm like, there's some lore to this house. Yeah. Apparently there's, yeah, there's some the good memories. You threw there. It was pretty crazy for the North Warren release party. Oh, yeah. Right before COVID hit, mm. they played the album. Oh, right I wasn't on. in the band. Did you come time. to that show? Yeah, I was there. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't even know that. <laughs> hey. It's classic yeah. bassist. He was a fan before he was in the band. <laughs> that was a... Uh, classic bassist. Didn't even know he was there. That was a, <laughs> that was a great show because uh, that was actually the night before I moved out. So, oh, wow. like, really? it was the night before I moved out and the night before the album was yeah. released. Yeah, because there was nothing in your room. Yeah, it was... We just, like, decorated my room with, like, paintings and lights and stuff. And then mm-hmm. we got fellow kinsmen and oh, hell yeah. some other homies playing. And Dope. It, it, was a, it was a lot of fun. What was your first North Warren show? First North Warren show was in Kenosha at mm. um, this place called... Um, arts creative something okay art sure it was like a little art studio bar thing i don't even know what mm-hmm. it was um and we played an acoustic set because you know we didn't want to we we you're, didn't know what we were doing right you're you're gonna yeah I you had, know take it easy i had an acoustic guitar with like the pickup in it and then yeah my buddy was playing bass and had a drummer and th- they're both not in the band anymore it was a totally different lineup it was mm-hmm. a three-piece there was this guy uh so it was like us and then there was this other dude playing like before and after us like he played two sets and he was like just doing like the joe bonamassa thing like for like an hour <laughs> and then we got on and played our set and our music and then he got back on and did that again <laughs> and it was just this really weird dynamic it was a fun time it was it's a good memory uh nice I, I think there was probably like six people there but oh hell yeah sometimes you gotta do it well those six people got a uh, the start of something great a little piece of history yeah yeah, yeah. um so was that in 2019 
I I believe it was, yeah, 2019. That was um before the album after we released our first single, USPS. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. How did you guys find uh, each other? How did we meet? Aside from Will apparently being at that show, at, at, at that at house. The, yeah. the reason why I was at that show is because uh, my friend from high school, who I had uh, been hanging out with after, I think I was still going to school in Platteville, to be honest, when I was at that show. And I was I would cannonball back to Pla- back back to Milwaukee from Platteville after a shift at Pizza Hut. Nice. I would get off at eleven and I would drive. Got to do what you got to do, man. Milwaukee. Yeah. yeah. And I, I cannonballed after a short shift. I got into Milwaukee in like seven, and um, my buddy Andrew, Andrew Kerr, he um, was hanging out with uh, Spencer, Luke's friend, mm-hmm. another creative type. They're like comedian dudes. They're <laughs> shameless yeah. plug. They're doing a little comedy show at Ruckus. Oh, that's dope. Um, at, com- at Comedy Sports on Saturday. Nice. Uh, he invited me, and I went. And uh, it was just it was just a wild time. I remember everybody was packed up in, in that attic where Luke mm-hmm. was, used to live. And, you know, the floor joists would just, like, move up and down. Like, it was uh, yeah. some sort of uh, Sesame Street cartoon. The house is just, like, oh, yeah. animated. <laughs> the and, whole house is jumping up and down. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. It could uh, have been, like, a whole skit about, like, noise complaints, you know? Yeah, dude. But what, uh, what? I... I knew Luke then. We were casual friends, and then over like 2020 COVID, I would. There was a few times where I hung, I hung, hung out with Luke adjacent to other people, and then we just kind of got to know each other and um, talked about music. I was, I'm really into tape machines, and I think that was one thing yep. that Luke was really interested in is tape machines. And uh, one of the first times I hung out with Luke, uh, we had a I had a cassette that I made with Andrew called Well Done. And it was just a bunch of random like sound recordings I had compiled from like various analog tape nice. places I had through like high school and stuff. And I played it for Luke and our old synth player Donnie, um, and it was really embarrassing for Andrew uh, <laughs> because that's why he didn't want to play it. We played it, and Luke and Donnie loved it, and Luke loved it so much that the sound clip at the beginning of um, at the beginning of "Died in the Wool" mm-hmm. is from that tape luke was oh luke shit. had like secretly oh. recorded it with his phone <laughs> while we were in andrew's van and then used it for the sound clip before died in the wall where it's a, a young girl at a old woman's uh music teaching school like a home music school mm. and the old woman's just like you're never gonna ever do this right and she's like really really you could tell she's like almost crying she's like really frustrated it was actually it was really cool. I remember when I first heard that. It was still before I was in the band. I was like taken away by it. I was like, wow, this is so nice. I don't think I told you either. No, no, because I, I heard it and I, it hit me. And I was like kind of drunk that night because it was like the uh, North Warren release party. And I, was, I cried a little bit. I was like, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> oh, man. It, just because it all hit. It was like this old woman had recorded this in, 19, in like 1968 when that tape recorder I bought was brand new. And she's long gone. That tape just sat around, gathered mold and my on the mylar tape damn so that so that opening uh that clip at the beginning of dad in the wool is like over 50 years old yeah it's from like the early 70s when the wards airline tape recorder that i bought it on it was on the tape recorder still had never been removed i bought it that's cool yeah that's really cool it's interesting appreciate that uh that yeah that tidbit (laughs) but anyways long story short uh we became good friends and uh uh, I was helping Donnie, the synth player, with like analog tape stuff, and he's like, nice. "We need a bass player." 
I know you fiddle in your room on the bass. I was like, yeah, like kind of. Um, and he's like, just join the band. The songs are simple enough. And yeah. I was like, okay. So I did. And like yeah. I said, I just spent my time being unemployed, <laughs> learning North Horn songs. Yeah, I will It's a good admit. way to spend being unemployed. Yeah, you know? that's great. I will admit I was hesitant because at the time, the we were still like rotating one of the bass players that like would occasionally play shows mm-hmm. and uh he basically like finally said like i can't do it anymore mm-hmm. like i'm too busy and nothing against you guys blah 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 the whole thing mm-hmm. and i was like shit man we need a bass player if we want to play shows and donnie's donnie encouraged me uh i think he reached out to you first and yeah. then he like kind of buttered me up and he's like you know will plays bass you should just see what he can do mm-hmm. and um it was very I was very blunt about it. I just like snapped you one day and I was like, "Do you want to play bass for North Warren?" Yeah. And you're like, "Sure, yeah." <laughs> it was literally the the same day Donnie was in the room with me asked me that. Oh, he was it? Yeah. And then you messaged me like 10 minutes later and I was like, "Okay." Yeah, I think he 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 messaged me and was like, "You should have Will in the band." And I was like, "All right." <laughs> <laughs> just like but Yeah. Yeah see what happens yeah well that's that's cool um and uh who else is in the band now so it's myself will on bass we have bailey feist on drums love that guy he also does like all of our graphic design work mm-hmm. a lot of the show flyers yes good old boy phenomenal musician mm-hmm. can't say enough about him yeah. uh and our newest member Great smile. Hey, do you want to just guess him up yeah. for the rest of this? Bailey, this is for you. I hope you're listening. Um, no, and then our newest member is Brian Nielsen. He, um, he's he been in bands before. He, he's our lead guitarist now. Um, really nice guy. He works at this like cool synth company. Um, and he's just been solid the whole way around. He learned really fast, as did Will. And like I said, I've, I've just been really lucky, like, finding everyone and it's like our chemistry is really great too because we all get along and mm-hmm. we're all like very like low maintenance people yeah. so we're like oh let's try this or let's well do you that. are you are slacker rock yeah you know I hope- it'd be weird if you were like super like high maintenance and uptight <laughs> in a slacker rock band yeah we try to we try to just have fun because like <laughs> you guys don't sound lazy enough <laughs> yeah yeah well that's good it it helps when you guys all just genuinely get along with each other, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so uh, yeah, that's dope. Even though you've had a rotating cast, like it's dope that like you know everyone has kind of understood the assignment, if you will. Yeah, as time. Yeah. Um. So let's talk a bit about glue. Yeah, the CP dropped uh, end of August, and like I was saying earlier, I was a big fan of it. I was like. Uh, you were glued to it. I was so glued, dude. Died in the wool has the 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 haunting, hauntingly relevant refrain. If it's meaningless, why do we feel like this? Which I think was like just described like a lot of feelings I had at the time. I was dealing with a lot of like existential dread and just you know depression and just the the, the music just really resonated with me a lot at the time. Uh, and um, and then I met you shortly after at that social sig show at Linneman's, and we mm-hmm. talked about waking life. Yeah, I love that <laughs> that's a great movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But just to like sit down and be like, 
Luke, this EP was so important for me to hear. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, yeah, dude. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hell yeah. Hey, man. Life's a beach. You know? Life, hey, man. Life's a beach. Everything yeah. is a bummer. Yeah. It's so, like, it's, it's so funny. Like, that's that casual response I, I suppose I gave you. It's like, it really, it's, it's hard to express because, like, it means so much. Like, when people say that kind of stuff, like, mm-hmm. your music actually resonated with, yeah. with somebody else, you right. know? And of course. I just get awkward, man. Like, oh, no. yeah, yeah. That's, that's okay. Yeah. And honestly, all, all it is is was just a, just an expression of, you know, I, I appreciate, like, I appreciate what you are doing. Yeah. Like, and it, 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 it is getting across. Yeah. You know? And that's, that's really, like, affirming, you know, like. Especially like creating new music and like music that's not released yet. Like, mm-hmm. how many times you go back and forth, like doubting it or like second guessing it. And it's mm-hmm. like, it feels good one day, but then you like hate it the next oh, day. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Like, Will knows, like, I, how many times and I've changed my mind making this album and like different decisions I've made as, as far as like, um, how many songs and what songs and how we're going to promote it. And like, what's, what's the aesthetic like and yeah. want happy songs on there and all these, all these things. And it's to hear people appreciate what you give them is, is reassuring because it gives you that sort of confidence to keep going, you know? Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's important to like, you know, express that to people. If, if what someone is doing really does resonate with you and like, makes you look at things a different way or makes you feel less alone like like it's it's important to express that to to them you know like i think it's it's important to let people know that because you know a lot of us are just really fucking harsh critics of ourselves Mm -hmm. yeah man i know i am too we gotta spread the love yeah you know like even beyond like supporting local music monetarily and and sort of like buying people's merch and stuff like right, that. Yeah. Like that's obviously great to do. And that's like one of the best ways to help a band. Like just the fact that people are deciding to spend their evenings coming to shows and supporting and like just on like a personal mental spiritual yeah. level, like that's reaffirming. And it's just, yeah, you just get these feelings of love and everybody yeah. needs more of that. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, and we're spilling with it uh, uh, in the scene right now. You yeah. Know? Like, uh, just rooms getting filled up with, with uh, um, lots of people that, you know, this is their community. This is their safe space. Like, this is, this is where, this is where they go to, 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 like, get away from it all, yeah. you know, to escape the bullshit. And meet people that they connect with at the same time, you know? Yeah. Like, I've met so many cool people. Just, like doing shows like before and after shows like you just meet random people and it's like wow you're a cool human yeah and i didn't know you existed until tonight <laughs> wow you're like chill <laughs> <laughs> you're like i'm liking your vibes man. <laughs> yeah. dude are you are you feeling this right now are you feeling this <laughs> so anyway back to glue um so yeah uh luke do you want to talk a little bit about like the place in life you feel like uh these songs were were, were coming like where you were writing them from like what did you want to say with with glue like yeah tell me more about what went into it yeah um it's interesting because like after 
I don't really like analyze what I'm doing until it's done. Because mm-hmm. I like I'll, I'll write the music and I'll come up with some words and I'll I'll kind of like piece it together and then I'll look back and it'll be like oh this is what I'm talking about here. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I think it comes a lot of it comes from subconscious um, anxieties and questions and feelings I've had that I don't necessarily articulate in conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes not too. Like sometimes a lyric is just there because it works. But yeah. um, I think generally speaking, a lot of this album is about um, the things we're talking about really is ex- existential dread um a feeling of belonging community um Mm -hmm. you know the the album cover for glue is actually a photograph of my grandfather before he lied about his age to get into the war Mm. and i thought that was um cool because i wanted a family photo because the title glue you know as cliche as it is it's like i'm talking about the things that sort of glue me back together which is you know friends family um you know Cats. Enjoying the cats, cats, <laughs> yeah. cats. my dog, Oliver. Yep. He, he's a wonderful wiener dog. Shout out Oliver. Just like the song. Yeah. Hey dog. Dog. Just like the song dog. Yeah. And that, uh, the, uh, music video you did for, uh, life's uh, beach, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just Had the dogs. It's just shots of him and me sitting in a chair in different locations. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Real low budget, but shout out to pups everywhere. Yeah. You know, as long as they have dogs, like, you know, you're saying what you need to say. Right, know? right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just a lot of stuff like that, you know, like some of the lyrical content may come off of it as, you know, sad or depressing, but I think generally speaking when I'm writing music, I like to end on a, some sort of hopeful note. Yeah. Um, if I'm dealing with more um, difficult feelings. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, um, Glue was the first batch of songs I wrote after the first album, which was like a collection of songs throughout the years. Mm-hmm. So it was all very fresh and it was more um, candid than the last album, which was cool. Um, you know, but that's the cool thing about music. Like, it's just a documentation of a feeling in a certain place and time. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's not necessarily how I'm feeling every day or at all anymore, maybe. But it's just cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's always interesting to analyze, like, you know, whatever it is you're working on. You look back at a something you made or something you did, like... uh when you were in a different place in your life or mm-hmm. you knew exactly what you were feeling yeah, and all those feelings come back like yeah. when you're thinking about, you know, looking back at something, but the long story that you're continuing to tell mm-hmm. and you're not done telling it, but these are just like the chapters you've written so far. You know? Yeah, for sure. It's cool. Cause it's like those songs, it's like you can go back to them. And, and what I like about it too is like, I like finding that type of stuff and, going back and not feeling that way anymore because it's like that means I've moved on or like yeah. I'm somewhere else and I'm moving forward and I'm always trying to move forward you know obviously mentally and physically but also just musically and as a musician too and um it's oh, cool yeah. to like document the progress you know I used to be more hesitant on like 
releasing because it's like I want to be perfectionist. You know, mm-hmm. it's got to sound perfect. And yeah. now it's just like, no, I'm just going to try to get better every time. And hopefully that translates. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that said, uh, before we talk about uh, the, the new songs you're working on now, uh, real quick. Uh, so, Will, what was your first show with North Warren? My first show with North Warren was back in October of last year. Uh, I was admitted to the van, in, I think September, and then uh, we had our first show at Bremen. Nice. Well, as a full band uh, at Bremen Cafe. Um, Love Bremen. Sometime in October, like mid-October, and uh, it was great. Um, we had done like three practices maybe before that, and we got up there, uh, kind of buzzed up from all the free bevs that yep. we were able to we'll get that yeah. with mm-hmm. and um i i didn't feel scared i didn't feel scared really i felt very uh excited and and happy to do it hell yeah uh and that's the thing about uh bremen i think bremen's home man it's <laughs> bremen so, is just like playing in your basement it's and so had, cozy yeah though. we had a lot of friends there yeah. so yeah. if it didn't feel like i was playing the strangers i think that's a big part of it yeah um but as it was a great show i was it really a reaffirmed that I made the right decision yeah. to be with the band and to do that, you know. That's um, awesome. Mm-hmm. Good shit. Well, yeah. so that said, uh, let's hear a little bit about, uh, so you're working on an album, right? Your sophomore album. Uh, yeah. What? Uh, tell me about uh, what's going to be on it. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> this ahead, is uh, my album, as you know, is the basis <laughs> of North Horn. I have a lot to do. Uh, yeah, it's a new album. Luke has uh, really flooded his thoughts and just kind of let it out. And before we knew it, like he was saying, we had a full album. You know, we had like ten songs ready to go. I think we even have more. But uh, it was going to be twelve. Yeah, it was going to be like the conventional twelve-song album. But mm-hmm. we've dialed it back a little bit. But who knows? It could change. Like Luke was saying, there's always new new ideas coming around and new decisions being made. Yeah, but. Um, it's it's I think just as introspective uh, as glue, um, and it's almost thematic. Mm-hmm. It's almost like it has like a con- uh, a concept that it follows. I can't really say for sure because I, <laughs> I haven't seen it all in one yeah all swoop. But right, yeah. it kind of feels that way. Yeah, um, I'll hand it over to Luke though and <laughs> tell you more. Uh, yeah, new album. Hell um, yeah, dude! A ten song album. We uh, we got. <laughs> The first two singles done and ready to go. We just got to get them mixed and mastered. Um, we finished our music video uh, last week. Dope. That's going to turn out really cool. Uh, Carlo Rosillo, who does Story is Everything, and Spencer Tate, nice. uh, good friends of mine. Cool. Um, they directed it, filmed it. They're going to edit it. Um, and, yeah, we're just basically... It's basically done. Uh, we're we're finishing it up. We gotta do some guitar dubs and redo some bass tracks and mm-hmm. and you know um, perfect it a little. But yeah. once that's done, we're gonna get it mixed, mastered, do the whole promo thing, get lyric sheets, play shows. Though there's a lot of work to do, even though it's done. Yeah. But um, I'm really excited about it. I think it is. Um, a similar um, approach that I had with glue, um, but a little 
a little more angry, I think. There's, oh, yeah. like there's Plus sad, more angry. Little, hey. There's some definitely some sadness in there, but there's some anger in there, yeah. too. Yeah. Which is, uh, the stages are they're moving. You <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, there's actually some happiness, too. Yeah. Or not. There, there's some, a little bit. There's some happiness. Right on. Yeah. Dope. Um, a lot of energy in certain tracks. Yeah. We, uh, we're actually... I know I was saying this before, um, but I'm actually not mixing this one. Um, we're actually getting Steve Albini to mix it. Oh, cool. Um, we cool. got, we somehow landed that. I don't know. We just like messaged his studio. Right on. Shot in the dark. And it's awesome. He's willing to do it. So actually Monday we're going there to get the singles done. Nice. Um, so we're super excited about that. And um, yeah, I'm hoping by later this year we'll have the album out uh the singles are definitely coming out this year it's just a matter of when for sure well, um dope later this year also um hopefully right around the same time once we release the album we're gonna actually do like a little east coast tour dope. that we're to um scheduling right now um I heard about it from uh, Social Sig, who was here the other day. Yeah, he leaked it. He did leak. I, I was I was actually gonna text him and be like, "Should I say this or should I just give it a surprise?" <laughs> it too but, late, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, the words beat out. You to it. Yeah. Social Social Sig and <laughs> yeah. North Warren are going on tour. <laughs> yeah. uh, Can we pause this until I get his until he uh, hits me back? <laughs> and... <laughs> yeah, let's just bleep this out for like two <laughs> yeah. solid minutes. Yeah. <laughs> well, dude. Uh, uh, that's going to be a, an awesome time. Yeah. Um, super cool stuff. Yeah. And, and, but before that though, you, you have a pretty, uh, stacked summer of shows coming up too, though. We do. Yeah. Uh, between now and August, we have, uh, 10 shows confirmed, possibly four more. So 10 to 14 shows in the next three months, which is essentially a show every week. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm super stoked about that. Like we went, we're playing our first show tomorrow, um, and it's been a month, and it feels like way too long. Like, uh, yeah. we haven't even practiced. We gotta knock the dust off like right before the show. But <laughs> yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be those, fun. Those are... That's the thing. That's We've the played thing about... the old song so many times, you know. Yeah, and here's the thing about a lot of North Warren music, and I think this is a big reason why um, people like me and Brian have been able to catch on. So 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 quickly easy. they're easy sure um i mean there's a lot of easy songs out there i wouldn't undermine north Horn completely uh but they they have enough freedom in the songs the songs aren't tight enough uh, in in the sense that they need to be played a certain way for you to have to like mimic and mirror exactly what's on the recording mm-hmm. there's the front the songs uh, give you a sense of freedom uh, to do what you want really and i think uh that made it a lot easier for me to play the songs because all I really needed to know are the three chords that's fun too that uh, the songs were made out of and everybody else was able to put themselves into it and I think that's what gives North Warren yeah. a good voice live yeah gives them I don't want to say we're like a jam band man you know like, <laughs> no, we're not a jam band we're not but you when, sure but when we're <laughs> up there uh, <laughs> it, it feels like we're all really uh, communicating with one another and uh we don't even have to um, really practice that much to get into the groove. 
you know yeah no, that's that's right i mean that just shows that you guys trust each other you know that the, yeah. the chemistry is there yeah and luke has been a big part of that because he could have easily been like the frank zappa type and like uh, no nah, you gotta play it exactly like this more nuts you he know? becomes like dewey cox yeah right. yeah exactly starts ripping <laughs> sinks dude. off the wall yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's that one movie where the drummer's yelling at the kid oh whiplash yeah whiplash. oh no. god yeah <laughs> that's not my tempo right yeah, yeah so uh, luke has been very for lack of a better term slacker with uh right direct, on. With, with directing us and it's given yeah. us a lot of liberty and i think it's made everybody very uh happy to be a part of the band it hasn't felt like a chore well it's been fun too you know since these songs are a couple years old now and we know them so well just to like change up the arrangement yeah you know i think that's really cool like some people want to go to a live show and hear it sound exactly the way it does on the record but like i think it like bob dylan like back in the 60s and in 70s like every show i mean i guess he still does that now but every show you go to he's playing the song and he's giving it like some sort of new life mm. and it's been really cool to like take sections of our songs and like do different things with it yeah you it know slow. I love yeah slow's got a ska <laughs> section now at the end of the day like you're supposed to have fun with it mm-hmm. and but also be honest about it yeah and uh, it sounds like you guys are doing that and you're doing it pretty well so thank you you bet i will say like like i i am very serious about art like you know like when people ask me what I do, I like, I typically don't tell them what my job is. Like, I just say I'm an artist because that's what I yeah. am. Work is yeah. just what I have to do. Being an artist is what I do, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, to, like to that extent, like actually creating things, I take that very seriously just cause it's so important to For me. Sure. Yeah. But the presentation and the interactions with people and the band and all that, that's the fun part. Like Definitely. that's what's supposed to be fun. So yeah. like, you don't have to nothing's ever going to be perfect so of course don't make it perfect yeah yeah even even though you have fun with it like it's still you know it's still your your creative project yeah it's your craft yeah and you don't want that tampered with Mm -hmm. so well fellas uh my closing two questions um that i ask everybody on the way out (laughs) uh luke we can start with you sure since you had the mic Andy, uh luke what keeps you up at night what keeps me up at night um it's a good question um i sleep pretty well because i'm so busy but (laughs) yeah i don't know man i think it's just regular life things that everyone deals with you know it's not having enough money because money's a tool oh fuck yeah dude you know that's one of them um it's you know, how long can I sustain myself musically and as yeah. an artist? Because I'm always like putting all of my time and energy into that, and it's like just trying to find balance and like yeah. balance between work and girlfriend and friends and mm-hmm. art and music and you know chores and errands and laundry and just the list yeah. goes on. Like yeah. there's so much to do and not enough time in the day. Yeah, dude. You know, I think it's just. Um, trying to stay balanced money's been kicking my ass too i i feel big on that one uh, the thing that keeps me up at night is usually light in all reality i can't sleep with the lights on um yeah i 
I actually I need a light on. I it's it's crazy how much of a like a, a deal breaker that is for people. Like I I still sleep with a night light. Well, it's a lava lamp, but you get my point. Um, sleep with vibes. Huh? Oh. <laughs> the vibes got The second question is actually what puts you to sleep. It's the flip side. Uh, the sound of the fan that my mother and father got as a wedding present in 1991. Oh wow! It's very specific. Yeah, it's yeah got I some... love that thing. I fixed it like four, four times. You, no you hesitation in that. Yeah, it's you've right got there next to my bed. You've got the lore figured out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were given a uh, sunrise fan from Kmart. Nice. That was bought and brand new in 1979, but then regifted in 1991 to my parents mm-hmm. by my great uh, grandmother as Damn. a wedding present. Did they tell you that story like you know, a bunch of times to the point where you've like remembered like remembered no, it? I'm actually I'm actually the one that 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 finds out the story. Like, oh, good. I like hear the various stories and I put it together. I'm like, oh, so that's how it happened. Sure. I'm constantly fat checking my dad about things that happened in his childhood. <laughs> like that. No, that happened in 1979. Damn. <laughs> Damn, that's some uh, some real time geneal- genealogy going on right there. <laughs> I like my dates. I like my history. Yeah, good. Well, that'll be useful. Mm-hmm. Luke, what puts you to sleep? Um, what puts me to sleep? I should have been thinking about this when okay, you were. Too busy thinking yeah, about yeah, I was engulfed in your conversation. <laughs> a great um, you know, I think I'm just gonna be cheesy and say, you know, the the ability to create and love people and having that reciprocated. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, that's the goal, isn't it? You know, and we got to grasp, hold, hold on to as much of that as we can. Yes. So thanks for being on the show, fellas. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Yeah. It's a good time. North Warren, glue, go stream it. What are you waiting for? Listen, Listen bub. Uh, but they've got new music coming out soon. They've got a lot of shows coming up this summer. Stay tuned. Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. We will see you next time.